Hello and welcome to DKI, Digital Air Entertainment's weekly anime podcast. I'm your temporary host, uh, Neo Ivan of Neo Ivan Gaming, joined live on the line by uh, the actual host, uh, Jace. How you doing, buddy? Uh, surprisingly alive. So I uh, prefer alive. <laughs> a- anime, anime took a back burner because my God, I've just been on a roll with Zelda. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess that's kind of a good thing because these shows are hitting their climax and sometimes you just want to spend that little bit of extra time watching maybe two episodes back to back so that you don't get left on that cliffhanger. I hear that. So yeah, you know, (laughs) it's, it's been, it's been a hot one, uh, this week with a lot of weird weather on top of it all messing with things. So but uh, for the most part, so it's just been uh, allowing me time to. Uh, uh, oh, the weather's lousy outside. Oh, okay. Uh, more Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. Uh, I was actually able to pull away from Zelda for three episodes of anime. All of them are uh, Witch from Mercury. So I got to <laughs> play semi catch up. And I did put a little bit about it on the Discord, but I didn't uh, talk too much about it. But Suleta did nothing wrong. <laughs> nah, girl. but her mother, my God. My, yeah, <laughs> good. And so, Miyarin, uh, oh God. <laughs> I, 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 I swear her mother is related to uh, Usada Pekora with the war crimes that are being committed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm only on episode eight. 19 i think because the last i saw before we act before I actually came on was um a ghoul so that's mom and miorin i i can't pronounce her name uh me or the bride um oh uh miorin miorin yeah they're on their way to earth and yeah i'm like okay we're starting the earth arc now and also, how goal, how did you get back into space? Where was that story? <laughs> but um, uh, I'm I'm just I'm just watching the show going war crimes, war crimes. <laughs> it's not Gundam without war crimes. The, no. You know, you you know it's gonna happen, and it's just looming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so what's that off in the distance there? Ominously, just looming. War crimes. War crimes. <laughs> Yeah, and child soldiers. Good yeah. God. And 15, 16, 17-year-olds are expected to run multi-planetary companies in space. Like well, while being puppets of, you know, the the existing ancient people who run them on top of it all, because you know, perfect mm-hmm. commentary right there. All corporations are evil and run by really old people who are corrupt. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh Absolutely. Uh, Nothing else to say there. (laughs) Uh, I I picked up Birdie Wing on uh, Switch, actually, because that just dropped. And uh, yeah, as soon as I'm done with Zelda, like I am marathoning this game just so I can sit down and go, Birdie Wing, Birdie Wing. (laughs) That is another show that I do need to catch up on. I've like, I've like six to eight shows that I am now behind like eight episodes per show in and uh, just 
last week's DKI when you and Joel were talking. By the way, Joel is safe. He is over in another anime convention. I can't remember which one, but we wish him uh, a good time. We wish him to stay safe. Hopefully he wears a mask the whole time. And he did leave us instructions. Uh, let me check my uh, one second. Let me check my uh, my notes here. Don't commit arson. Well, we can't have that. Um, um, this, this, and fire, that. fire, burn, burn. Fire. <laughs> Try not to talk about Tears of the Kingdom. We also failed at that. Um, <laughs> and oh yeah, clean up the mess. He assumes we clean up after ourselves. Silly man. Uh, he he assumes I'm human. Last <laughs> I checked, I was part ape. And I'm just a discombobulated voice. Ooh, <laughs> scary. Oh, wait, this is not Halloween. <laughs> Halloween uh, comes early yeah. here at Digital Earth um, Twitch. New, new, season, new season looks good. Looking forward to covering the other half of that next uh, week. Um... I need to fit Jujutsu Kaisen somewhere into my, like once I'm done binging Zelda, I guess it's back to binging previous anime shows and stuff like that. And I'm going to have to fit Jujutsu Kaisen in there since uh, that's coming back. <laughs> wow. I, I, I need to get in the know with these popular things now and, and to know whether or not they're good, which actually surprisingly, most of the time they are. I, I have yet to stumble upon something in the popular zeitgeist that leaves me going. Uh, and that's usually because when something's popular, they're going to try to make as much money as possible off of it. Mm -hmm. Now, thanks to that magical word, merchandising. Merchandising, where all the money is made. No, and it, at that point... It is your job as a creator of something, once it becomes popular, to make it as toyetic as uh, possible. So, because we used that word earlier in the Discord, mm -hmm. and uh, <laughs> it, is, it is a word I'm surprised that isn't used more often uh, to talk about things. To, um, to, this, be, to be fair, that word, I think, uh, toyetic, I think it is... That's one of those words that's probably used in marketing departments and like specifically marketing, like yeah. marketing invented that word to describe things that were meant to be turned into toys. So it, it they called it out explicitly in an episode of Freakazoid where he goes, now, isn't that toyetic? And then the announcer cuts in toyetic and offers the actual dictionary definition along with pronunciation guide on screen mm -hmm. and it's just like how did i forget that this word was a part of my vocabulary oh yeah i never use it you know, this coming from the guy who spends hundreds of dollars on flashing pieces of japanese plastic meant towards children <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm actually trying to find that video and i'm having a difficulty but that's okay we'll uh, uh the freakazoid i think i posted that under uh under uh the actual uh uh d uh toy box actually uh, toy box <laughs> yeah right. well, well we'll get to that uh well anyway uh but yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah the, the the idea is to create some of the most toyetic and iconic things possible to keep making money that's right we're talking about mascots this week Mm-hmm. Anime so, and uh, this is 
you know, whether it's uh, something you can slap on a t-shirt or turn into a toy or maybe make it a stuffed toy or a stuffed toy backpack, uh, you know, uh, more specifically stuffed toy backpacks. Those were everywhere back in the day. Still see them from time to time. I see the knockoff ones. They're kind of creepy looking by comparison. <laughs> Thanks, China. Um, you know, with the, those dropship companies and, and uh, apps like Temu and Junk trying to peddle their uh, shoddy wares on us. Mm. But uh, yeah, so I thought it would be a cool idea to just kind of talk about uh, some of the most merchandisable, marketable, uh, iconic uh, mascots because Japan has a culture of mascots, uh, you know, right down to having like massive tournaments and, and celebrations for their regional mascots and company mascots. And like ev everything has a mascot, you know, it's like, yeah. So the prime minister's left pinky toenail has a mascot. Probably. I don't know. Good grief. That is quite specific. Uh, That's just how it is over there. <laughs> no, I believe you, but it's it I is mean, fascinating because uh, here in the United States, or at least in the, the West, but I will talk specifically about the United States. Uh, mascots are not really everywhere. Like, there's a mascot for like McDonald's, of course, with Ronald yep. McDonald. There is uh, Wendy's, and, and of actual, course, Grimace, and Grimace. So, which <laughs> now they have to fight over which one of them just turned them into kaiju. Okay, before <laughs> before I go on to that kind of attention, what what, what is Grimace? Uh, a shrunken kaiju. I don't know, but I'm just going to call him the purple kaiju of McDonald's. Yes, he is exactly. <laughs> uh, there's of course Wendy from Wendy's. Uh, yep. Then there's all variety of sports um, mascots from uh, good old the Mets. The actual just baseball, Mr. Met. Mr. Met. Yeah, the baseball head. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, the bull, the bull, the Chicago Bulls, the basketball team have the bull. Um, and, uh, a whole lot of them. I mean, it's, it's kind of funny because even teams with names that don't have anything that you can turn into a mascot, like, uh, you know, the Boston Red Sox still, because they have something iconic, the green monster, the wall there of, uh, Fenway, they came up with Wally, the green monster, which I thought was kind of clever. You know, it's, it's kind of like, uh, what what is it? Uh, uh, Philadelphia. They got gritty. It's like what is gritty? Gritty uh, just exists. He does. He is a force <laughs> of nature and uh, also anti-capitalism. But moving quickly along from that little tangent, but yeah, no. If it's a green Wally, I kind of was want to. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. I'm now into kaiju what if territory because the Phillies also have a green monster for their uh, the. Philadelphia Phillies, I believe, also have like a green-ish monster for them, or am I thinking of something else? I um, thought that was... I thought he was yellow. D doesn't he have like a weird like horn for like a yes. nose face, like a cubert face? He does. Yeah. Um, but yes, now I'm imagining all of our sports mascots as shrunken down kaiju, and I want them to fight. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> this, 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 needs, this needs to be turned into a game <laughs> and fast. <laughs> yes. As, as soon as we're done with uh, Kokoruno Pro, we'll go into Sports Kaiju. <laughs> sports Kaiju. That 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 is uh, that. Hey, it just continues uh, to uh, feed the machine that is uh, the collective consciousness over at Digital Era Entertainment. 
and the uh, combined interests we all have just melding together until all are one singularity. And uh, so, yeah, thinking about mascots uh, with, with uh, you know, uh, anime, I'm going to start with the obvious one. So get this one out of the way. Pikachu. Yep. Pikachu. There Probably is. the most iconic mascot because, you know, gaming franchise and, you know, 25 years of Ash Ketchum. You know, mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, but like other the- situations <laughs> outside of Pikachu. Yeah, well, I mean, Pikachu is one of the most ic- recognizable, iconic figures. And um, I mean, it was it is a cute little mouse. That shoots electricity through its cheeks. I mean, what's not to like? Um, And it is very, very marketable. Um, I'd I'd say it comes down to like design aesthetic, where if you can make something as recognizable as possible in as few features as possible, something you can make as minimalist. You know, when you think about something uh, like, say, Hello Kitty. I was just about to mention, yes. Yeah, or even just Mickey Mouse, you know, like oh, right. the more f- flattened you can make it. But the thing is, anime is not flat. Anime is so diverse. Pokemon is a force of nature by comparison to anime. Yeah. So, so I, when I think mascots in anime, I think of the kind of sometimes, or or, or kind of sometimes, I'd say the the sidekick show-stopping characters that stand out like chopper from one piece yep um i do i do have a couple lists open that have our uh, our mascots or the several mascots to uh to discuss but i definitely want to just bring it a little bit back to hello kitty who was uh much more for a while anyway i would argue was more iconic than uh than pikachu until of course Pikachu came in and took the whole world by storm with Pokemon, but Pikachu, yeah, Pikachu, <laughs> we choose you, hey, hey Vegeta, it's completely you. dominating the world. Yeah, and before that, it was um, well, I would say that Hello Kitty has not lost her um, her mascot capabilities. It's just uh, something else came along and uh, just took a seat next to her, and everyone notices. Uh, <laughs> Because I can I do not see. Because Hello Kitty merchandise is, is still everywhere, even in the United oh, States, yeah. in anime conventions and anime shops, it is everywhere. It is like I would say that those two icons, those two mascots, are probably, even though Disney would hate to admit this, uh, close to par with their own mascots. Like they are just as recognizable oh, yeah. on the on the world stage. So um, I definitely say that on a world stage, because when you think about it, Hello Kitty merchandise and and to a lesser extent, Pokemon merchandise, because I'd say that you don't nearly see while the variety of Pokemon merchandise ex, uh, exists, you don't see it internationally the way you see Hello Kitty plastered on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost bought a novelty mug the other day just for the sake of having another weird mug in my collection, because I kind of went through a phase where I was trying to develop a late night show and uh, I bought a bunch of mugs on clearance at like a GameStop. And I saw one at a Burlington uh, 
I, it, it feels weird calling it Burlington. I, I, I usually, for years, it was Burlington Coat Factory Outlet. So it's like, it's weird just calling it Burlington because I feel like I'm talking about a location and not a store. But I saw a Hello Kitty Naruto mug. It had all the characters of Hello Kitty as various characters from Naruto on it on a nauseatingly neon orange mug. And I just looked at it and went, ooh, and went, no, but ooh, but, but no, but, no, but, but ooh. <laughs> there are, there are more pressing things to spend money on, like expensive Japanese toys. No, no. <laughs> Why, why do you want this $5 bargain bin mug? Because it's so weird. Mm -hmm. What, you expecting people over for coffee? I don't have any friends. That's why I do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, absolutely. Hello Kitty merchandise uh, could basically, as you were saying, be adapted to almost everything, not just mugs, but pencils like they are also one of the other things that makes hello kitty so iconic for merchandising is literally it can be put onto everything hello kitty i believe calculators backpacks yep. pencils pens notebooks um and while i'm sure pokemon can tr i don't know if they've actually made similar ish types of merchandise i know i've seen pokemon uh backpacks for sure i've definitely seen that oh yeah um, and of course plushies, but getting down to like the nitty gritty where like you are a school supply, I feel like that's yeah. when the merchandising A has gone a little too far and B <laughs> has definitely like made it. It's like you made it, but you also crossed the line of no. But that's just my personal opinion. And I think I mean that's that's because kids, of course, once they love something like that, you know, they they want to show it off everywhere and anywhere. I never grew up. I still show off everything I love everywhere and anywhere, too. I mean, if I could, I'd be wearing common rider belts as just part of everyday fashion. So would you wouldn't say make you much are... sense. They don't hold up my pants, but. <laughs> <laughs> so would you say you are truly a Toys R Us kid? Oh, very much so. <laughs> uh, me so too. Uh, if, you kidding if... me? I would have taken the sign off the building if I could have. <laughs> if you understand that reference, congratulations. <laughs> So, uh, congratulations. You probably need to make sure that your vehicle's warranty is up to date. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, no, Hello Kitty and, and um, just to get it back on track, Hello Kitty and yeah. Pokemon are definitely uh, the top two, I will say, for the merchandise. For the merchandise. I have to try to get the voice right. The merchandise. Merchandise. Merchandising of the anime world for sure. And you were talking about chopper um even though i do not i have not watched enough or at all i like no i've seen 20 episodes 20 25 episodes of one piece before i got bored and gave up so i didn't get to chopper's arc but i do when i first got into anime i immediately like saw people cosplaying as chopper or trying to uh to varying yeah. degrees of success i'm like oh what's that what's that character and yeah, One Piece has a lot of iconic characters, but I'd say that, uh, you know, for as weird as some of them are, like Frankie or the skull guy uh, with the afro, um, Chopper is the mascot of that show, like because he fits kind of what I would consider the stereotype of a mascot would be, you know, you, you think about it and 
Uh, you think of like, you know, the, the mascots that you see at sporting goods, uh, like a sport, sporting goods, sporting events, uh, and stuff like that. And you can picture somebody in a gigantic freaking like chopper costume, like waving you on to like one piece land or something. <laughs> you know, I, I, I can um, see that. Yes. Oh, and, and, uh, speaking of, uh, you know, fluffy, cute mascot things. Um, I'd say probably the most iconic for anybody, uh, you know, of the, uh, we boomer age, uh, you know, the, the, the ones who grew up with anime on television, as opposed to streaming, uh, I'd say one of the more iconic mascots would probably have to be Ryo Oki from, mm. uh, Tenchi Muyo. Oh, it's, uh, the little cat rabbit. Cat rabbit. It was <laughs> super adorable. That turns into a spaceship. It's, uh... Who doesn't want a pet that can turn into a spaceship? I don't. I do not want my cat Frederick to turn into a spaceship when it suits him. First off, he's a cat. (laughs) (laughs) The amount of property damage that cats could, if they could do, you know they will. (laughs) Because they can. (laughs) So, but yes. uh, (laughs) Moving away from that potential Ryooki, I love Tenchi Muyo. Um, I even loved the... um, the attempt to make Tenchi Muyo more interesting, uh, Tenchi in Tokyo. Oh, course, yeah, that, yeah. That one is much more slapstick. Mario and I have a, a D-Boss Mario and I have a disagreements about that show. I love it. He can't stand it. I love the more slapstick elements, but I also, just real quickly, I do love that they introduce another woman, but Tenchi is actually wanting to woo her, and that was fascinating to me because it's it's a wrench in the really um stale i almost said sterile but stale is the right word stale harem anime formula and it worked for me at least but riyoboki throughout all three and more shows of tenshi muyo is super cute um there's so many amazing gifts of her just being adorable and uh in the ovas not only could she turn into a spaceship, but she was, because it's a harem anime, got into got a humanoid form thanks to messing around with Washu, and of course she likes Tenchi <laughs> because of because say it with me, everyone, it's a harem. Harem. <laughs> it's a harem. There's no rhyme or reason for why the protagonist is not a chick or boy magnet. There just yeah. isn't. But Ryooki is definitely a extraordinarily cute mascot. And I for years I've been walking through the anime convention halls and I've seen see plushies or artwork and I'm like, I want one because it's so adorable, but but no, I've got plushies at home. <laughs> <laughs> now see, that's the funny thing you mentioned that with plushies, because like I've got a couple of anime plushes staring me in the face from back in the day. Joel only knows one of these two shows. I love always mentioning things that leave him going, what the hell are you even talking about? Because while I had my own little time skip arc and I wasn't watching anime for about a period of a decade, I at least was aware of the titles of a lot of shows. But when I mentioned shows from like the 2000s and he's just completely just like, just stares disapprovingly, like, and you call yourself an otaku. <laughs> but uh, 
I have a plush of Mekazawa from Cromarty High School. God, Cromarty High School. I, yeah. I don't, I don't remember <laughs> seeing much of that anime at all, but my best... There was an anime my, and there was a live action too, actually. Yeah, that's true. But one of my best friends, Christy, uh, she loves that anime. Uh, she, I believe it was Christy. Was it Christy or was my friend Sean the Stampede? Uh, one or both and... Don't ask about uh, Sean the Stampede and how he got his name. I will be here for a good 10 minutes trying to explain that story. <laughs> but join the Discord. That way I might tell you that story uh, if you behave. <laughs> but um, God, what was I talking about? Oh, yes. Uh, Chromati High School. God, I. Wow. That's a t name I haven't heard in a <laughs> long time. I, I'm a big fan of anything that's got delinquents in it. And Chromati High was just the right place right time because i've got a very weird sense of humor um very much of that uh you know mid-2000s anti-humor adult swim uh you know like early yeah. internet ages type of stuff and Cromarty high was up there i mean after all it's an anime with freddie mercury yeah i mean i i think the only thing i actually saw of um Cromarty high was in amv hell where they had Cromarty high scenes to uh we are the yeah. youth of a nation and i'm like this is yeah crazy. yeah <laughs> yeah i mean freddie i guess you could say freddie mercury's mercury's an unofficial mascot of that just because <laughs> he's another thing that stands out like a sore thumb um mm -hmm. but speaking of also merchandising in that time period uh the other plush staring me in the face is menchi from excel saga because ah, a lot of mascots are adorable animals and this one happens to be an adorable animal slash Emergency food supply slash comic relief. Uh, I remember seeing that anime in college <laughs> and being like, this is balls to the walls, Looney Tune nonsense, and I'm here for it. <laughs> I think the best part is there was a bumper on Adult Swim when Fully Cooley was airing that calls out Excel Saga for being too weird for Adult Swim or something like that. I've got to go through my VHS tapes that have stuff taped off television to actually find that bumper. But like, I remember just going and flipping out because I loved Excel Saga. I'm like, oh my so God, they funny. called out Excel Saga. I can't, believe, I can't believe Adult Swim said that when they have sponsored and made so many bizarre shows and shorts. Good I mean, to be, to be fair, I would have loved to have seen that make television. I would have loved to have seen Excel Saga hit a wider audience. There's just something about... I agree. An unhinged girl threatening to eat a dog. <laughs> and the dog's insane attempts at trying to escape. All, mm. we, all while other weirdness is going on in every episode. Like, it is... Mm. Hashtag Pedro did nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you mentioned Naruto actually a little bit earlier. And uh, yep. on one of the lists that I've got, um, Tauntaun, the tiny pig uh, that is uh, Tsunade's, uh, I believe, familiar. And along with huh. that... Uh, uh, I, I forgot that different characters had different kind of animal. Like, I, I always remember there was the dog guy, and that mm. was about it. You know, yeah. and it's like, oh, and, and Naruto has, like, the nine-tailed fox. But then I forget, like, oh, yeah, Jiraiya, due to actual Japanese, like, history and mythology, has a close association with frogs. 
Mm -hmm. and, and thus also Naruto being trained by Jiraiya has that association with frogs. Mm -hmm. and you don't see a lot of merchandise of it, but... No, because, I mean, well, personal opinion, frogs are... I mean, unless you're Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Kermit D Frog? Of course. You heard me right. <laughs> Gotta get uh, those puns Digital in Era Entertainment's Frog. Yay! No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that. Good night, everybody. Digital. <laughs> <laughs> Disney, don't come after us. Yeah, please. Anyway, uh, <laughs> they're the ones committing the arson, yes. apparently. Oh yeah, but also Kakashi had a um, a talking dog with a scar on him. Uh, oh yeah, which is which I've seen a few plushies of, so kind of marketable. But Tauntaun is definitely on that one. But another um, iconic anime character would that is very marketable and merchandisable uh, is Luna from uh, yes. Sailor Moon, which Luna and Artemis. I, I still prefer the original dub voices. No offense to the new voices. There's something about Luna having a slight British accent that I liked yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, it, it just kind of seemed very appropriate that she had that accent because it made her seem that much more proper than Serena or Usagi. Yeah, just, so honestly, Serena, you really should be doing better. You're the, you're the moon princess. Like, it just felt right it did it <laughs> but did. my god luna was everywhere back in the day like you know mm -hmm. just plushes and stuff of like luna and artemis you know um and uh think thinking thinking actually about marketable dogs as well uh for a recent show pochita from chainsaw man Right. Uh, oh, I mean, that's very we, marketable. We, I, I barely see him, but my God, is he so marketable? He's so adorable. He is so. When my wife and I were watching the first episode, we both turned to each other and were like, "If anything happens to that dog, this anime is dead to us." <laughs> it is. And well, <laughs> it, it was that meme of I don't know whose dog this is, but I fell in love with him. If anything happens, I will kill all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I will John Wick this place. <laughs> he will Brooklyn Nine Nine everything. <laughs> yes, but yes. Uh, that anime character, just an adorable chainsaw dog. At it doesn't look like that would be a good pet to have, but it's worth the try. <laughs> I I I would. I, I would totally. I would totally have one as a pet. You kidding me? Oh, oh yeah, no. I would try like, to. <laughs> I would try. Uh, and then, of course, other good boys from last year include uh, Bond from uh, mm -hmm. uh, Spy Family. Oof. Although I will say, wouldn't Anya also be considered the mascot of that show? Um, given how viral she went? <laughs> hmm. I would say no, because she's one of the main characters, one of the main protagonists. True, true. If not the one that is guiding everything, because through Anya's power, she was able to manipulate both Lloyd and uh, Yor into becoming a quote-unquote couple, as well as other things. But oh yeah, yeah, I actually have some Bond merchandise on my shelf right now, attending, the, <laughs> at, uh, which I posted a photo way ago back in, in our Discord of... Um, the um, the Marxist Literature Club, for lack of a better term, hosted by uh, the wonderful Monica, and uh, <laughs> and Bond is the guard dog with a with his dapper hat. 
and uh, I love him. I love that dog. And I can't think of his voice. I know he's not voiced by I, I don't actually I don't know if he has a like if anyone dubbed him in uh, or, or the, if it's an actual dog or sound, if it's an actual dog sound. But regardless, I still would like to imagine that his like dog voice is the uh, the big dog from Two Stupid Dogs just going. Oh, uh, Brad Garrett. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody want, loves Anya. I want the toilet seat. <laughs> I want the toilet seat. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> I'm the better dog. Prove it. Eve. Roof. <laughs> just that bar. Now, now, now I just want to see two stupid dogs starring Pochita and Bond. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know why. I just see Pochita as the little dog from two stupid dogs. Pochita just going. <laughs> and, and Bond being like, woof. Woof. <laughs> and then, uh, and the cat would be happy from uh, fairy tale. <laughs> well, from mascot. fairy tale slash Eden Zero. <laughs> mm-hmm. Another mascot that is uh, also on one of the lists I've got. Uh, the I'd, happy... I'd say uh, Hiro Mashima's got three iconic mascot type characters: Happy, uh, Pluey, the carrot nosed dog thing, and then the weird rabbit, the horse llama thing that just kind of goes like like the constantly like shaking its face around i i don't know what the hell it's called i just remember i saw it in an episode of eden zero because i haven't watched fairy tale and it's been forever since i read rave master and i don't remember it in rave master i just remember pluey the the carrot nose dog thing Mm. and i remember pluey just because of the freaking song with real big fish <laughs> with a carrot nose dog. It's <laughs> just like, yeah, I thought it was a drill taste, but a carrot. Yeah, whatever. Oh, <laughs> what are you a Halloween mascot? <laughs> um, so, I mean, uh, some things are kind of Halloweeny. Um, I didn't see any merchandise for it, but my God, the, uh, the creepy moon from, uh, soul eater. <laughs> yeah, that is if, if Excalibur was pushed aside for the merchandising, cause I mean, come on, who wouldn't want to have a, a creature that you pull a string on and it goes fool. <laughs> my legend began in the 12th century, especially, especially one voiced by Takehiro Koyasu mm-hmm. or Troy Baker. <laughs> So uh, it's take take your pick either way a great voice oh yeah <laughs> but yeah uh but going back to halloween and a little bit more of a darker themed there is one mascot that uh, kind of belongs there especially if you've seen the movie which i haven't um because of its potentially really dark themes that are wonderfully uh studio ghibli over with its uh, amazing colors uh my neighbor totoro which Totoro ah. is quite marketable, quite merchandising, even though he could be the Shinigami or God or demon or spirit of death. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. I want to, but I've been putting it off of the side because it's like, it looks like such a nice movie that I know that there's going to be an awful twist. There's going to be something that makes me feel bad by the end of it all. Yes, and I don't want that right now. Okay, thanks, bye. No, that, that's 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 your typical Miyazaki, you know, pulling at the heartstrings type of moment where it's like, I want to, I, I want to enjoy it, but I know I'm going to feel bad by the end of it all. 
It's it's the Grave of the Fireflies dilemma. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, God, no. Nothing from that movie is merchandisable for a good reason. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. uh, I mean, that, 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 that is something that uh, you, you watch to feel. You don't watch to want to spend money. No. Everything else, Miyazaki, you know, it's a shut up and take my money. Like, you know, you can make... You could make a toy off of anything that guy has put out most of the time. I mean, mm-hmm. how many soot sprites or forest creatures or, mm-hmm. I mean, hell, we've been taught, we we keep referencing the fact that we've been playing Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, that game is straight up Miyazaki referenced the Zelda game. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Um, um, but yeah, uh, no, it's uh, the... My Totoro is quite lovable and can be made into plush and quite a, a lot of things, but it just looks so huggable and squishable that you kind of forget that he might be a Shirigami of death. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, speaking of death, another one, another mascot on my, one of my uh, lists here, and the list I'm using is uh, from DualShockers.com Best Anime Mascots. Um, at number seven, they put uh, Khan, the feisty modified soul from the Bleach series. Ah, yeah, the little lion plush thing. Mm-hmm, the little lion plush. Now, admittedly, I've only seen one episode of Bleach, the very first one. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen it in like 20 years or something like that, or what feels like 20 years. Yes. So if, if Joel was here, he would definitely give a uh, a more nuanced opinion about it. But uh, it, it seemed like an interesting anime. Uh, but Khan is definitely uh, very marketable. I've definitely seen lots of Khan plushies and icons. Oh, yeah. So, uh, backpacks, def- yeah, backpacks for sure. Definitely very marketable, very marketable. And another one, it's from an anime that is from long ago, probably around the era of when Hello Kitty first came around. Uh, Doraemon, D O R A E M O Doraemon, Doraemon. Um, the titular the, character, uh, of the, the robot running, cat, yeah, a robot cat essentially. And uh, if you were to look at a picture of him, it's like, yep, this is uh, this is definitely. I want to say, just looking at a picture. Do you ever from see it, the weird live action commercials that were done for Doraemon? No, because I've only heard about it as I was doing a little bit of research for uh, today's podcast. But it definitely. I'll, looks- I'll share it in anime. But Toyota did the commercials um, with, uh, I believe. Um, was it uh, Jean-Jacques Renault? I think the guy's name was. That name he, sounds He appeared familiar. in Onimusha. Uh, he's not the only Western actor to appear as Doraemon uh, in a commercial, um, but it was a, a Toyota commercial, and boy, was it weird. But <laughs> as recent as last year, Bruce Willis played Doraemon in a commercial. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So so there is for sure this series and that mascot has some staying power. Uh Doraemon, I believe, did get an English adaptation at one point too. Uh that aired on Disney XD of all channels. Wow. Yeah. That's really interesting. Maybe uh I, I watched a few episodes of it, and uh we we have had some exposure to Doraemon stateside, uh, thanks to um the story of seasons spinoff game that came out as well. Interesting. Interesting. But, uh, that is definitely one character that is super marketable. Just look at that adorable face. 
it almost looks there's like there's a rule of like design that has something to do with like uh round characters um as as somebody once put it friend shaped characters you know like kirby you know mm. kirby is on another level because kirby is the main character but <laughs> mm-hmm. uh for sure but one character that um is only marketable because it's very small and very friendly. As you said, it does have a friendly is face, despite being a Tyrannosaurus Rex Agumon from, uh, ah, from yes, Digimon. Yes. That's on another list I've got from screen rant here. Um, I remember watching Digimon on television and, uh, I, I liked it far more than Pokemon. Cause I mean, one of these days, Actually, I don't know when or if or if Joel even cares, but um, I've always had a dislike of Pokemon entirely because my opinion is just um, cockfighting for kids. <laughs> and, but at least with Digimon, there was a actual agreement between the Digimon and the humans to fight together, whereas um, not so because you do have to basically enslave uh pokemon to do your bidding whatever that may be but moving away from that political ish hot topic um agumon is definitely adorable he was definitely one of my favorites uh but all of the almost every like stage one digimon is super marketable like yeah. um the the seal was also one of my favorites um but yeah no it's uh i mean uh that it was it was by Toy Animation and uh, Bandai, you know. I mean, they mm-hmm. they are the masters of selling things to people. Um, I mean, after all, Toy Animation responsible for Sailor Moon, Bandai did the toys for that as well. Um, Toy also is responsible for, um, of course, Kamen Rider and Super Sentai series. So, uh, sell millions of dollars worth of toys every year. Uh, with a brand new gimmick every year. <laughs> yeah. Um, merchandising. Um, I've, I've I will it. say. Go on. Personal favorite of mine. Very obscure to people uh, nowadays. Probably obscure back in the day, too. I love King of Bandits Jing. I what? loved the concept of this thief. Very Lupin the Third-esque. He was this kind of, you know, wandering teenager um, with his sidekick, Kier. And one of the interesting things is that everything was named after booze. It was one of those things where things were cleverly named after stuff. uh, And Kier is a kind of alcohol. And uh, Mm. his special attack, the bird latches onto his arm and becomes a freaking laser cannon. And he does a move called a Kier Royale, which is a uh, mixed drink. Um, and every story arc had a different, uh, female protagonist alongside him or a Jing girl, uh, similar to James Bond. It was a very fun franchise here being a big talking bird, you know, that becomes his freaking laser gun arm. <laughs> he he, he was this kind of wisecracking bird that had like a Gilbert Godfrey type voice, perfectly marketable. I wish they'd done more with it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really cool. Um, 
I can't. I don't remember that anime, even though the title kind of sounds familiar. Um, uh, it but, was uh, ADV Films published that back in the day. Yeah, they did a lot of those back in the day. Uh, I, I was a bigger ADV guy than uh, Funimation guy mm. back in the day. Well, another mascot that we almost overlooked, um, the cat from Trigun. That's definitely very marketable. <laughs> Kuro Neko. Kuro Neko. I, I remember no. we almost, I saw Trigun for the first time in college at my anime club, and we kind of had a game that uh, <laughs> was made, it just happened spontaneous, spontaneously of one member of the group would just keep pointing and be like, cat. I found the cat, <laughs> but the cat is in every episode of the original. Cats, cats show. are very marketable because uh, oh, yeah, when you think uh, when, when you think of marketable cats, I mean, there's there's of course Luna and Artemis, there's uh, Kuroneko and Trigun, and of course another famous black cat or series of cats, kind of uh, would be uh, Azumanga Daio. Yeah, the uh, the the cat that uh, Sakaki is always trying to pet. That bites her hand off every time. <laughs> and then uh uh Chio's uh father. It's uh <laughs> Hello every nyan. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and uh speaking of another uh, another cat-like creature in the more recent magical girl, um Cube. I believe that's oh how it's pronounced in Pula <laughs> yeah, Magic. Cube, Cube. Yeah. Cube. Uh, and that is another show that I've been meaning to watch, but Ooh. I've also been told, kind of like the Miyazaki film of My Neighbor Totoro, you're going to feel things, and it's going to if, if upend your uh, feels. It, it about, messes uh, with you worse than it, it is not a Miyazaki feeling. It is more of a George R. R. Martin feeling. Don't get attached at oh, all. Yeah, no, I, I don't intend to. There's a reason why Gen Urobuchi carries the nickname the Urobutcher. Oh, this is a man who manages to kill off like he he took the dark origins of Kamen Rider, you know, from like the 70s and brought back a lot of that theming and like concept for a freaking like 2010s show for kids for Kamen Rider guy. I'm like Urobuchi, don't care about your feelings. Don't care about the characters. You like that character too bad. Like, do do not get attached to anybody and always expect a dark twist when it comes to something he works on. Madoka, oh my god. Oh. Uh, and uh, I believe this is also I'm another anime. PTSD right now thinking about another it. Another anime uh, that is going to punch you in the feels. Uh, Mayu from uh, Tales of the Abyss. A uh, mm. an anime that I've not watched, but it looks like a very cute little mousy kind of creature. Um, yeah. Didn't watch it, so I don't know. But uh, going back to the Magical Girls um, one, one of the OGs of uh, Magical Girls from the Card Captor Card Captor Sakura series, Karabos. Yes, the, the tiny yes. little floating. Well, he's got wings. Uh, yeah, mascot. I don't know if it's a bear. Or was it was the description here? Well, Karaberos, um, it's funny. The name comes from the Greek Cerberus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing at all like a Cerberus. <laughs> no. <laughs> kind of becomes a weird bear lion griffin thing. Yeah, he certainly looks like one. Bear lion 
generic anime-ish kind of design, but super marketable. Super An- anime Aslan. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, and and magical girls, of course, do have those mascots and spades because I mean, uh, also the Pretty Cure franchise, loaded with various little cutesy little animal characters that serve as the sort of, you know, guide to the main characters and and them and their powers and whatnot. Um, but Clamp doing Card Captor Sakura, they are masters of shojo, and as such, they also have. <laughs> Just, just to uh, call out Joel on this one, the fact that he had never heard of Magic Knight Earth. <laughs> oh my God! I remember that show. I, I remember that, and I remember the fact that the game is stupidly expensive. Good game, but uh, yeah, uh, first appearing in Magic Knight Earth, later appearing in both uh, Subasa Chronicle and uh, Holic, would be uh, Mokona. Marissa hated Makona. It creeped her the hell out. <laughs> I'm like, how does this thing creep you out? It's so cute. You have, you are obsessed with cute things. It's so creepy. Oh, wait. No, was it Marissa? Was it? Maybe it was my friend Beth. All was I know it? is somebody, uh, somebody when that show came out did not like Makona. And it was just constant running joke. Like, yeah, Makona's gonna get you. <laughs> I'm trying to look it up. Uh... Is it like a little bunny rabbit thing? Or? Kind of sort of an odd, like, you know, egg-shaped bunny rabbit looking oh, thing with yeah, like the I closed eyes. It. But, but the it, thing yeah, is, is that it. like uh, whenever they were near one of Sakura's feathers from her wings, uh, Makona's eyes would open up and they'd become like these huge cat-like eyes. And it was kind of jarring. You know, it would make this odd like type noise, like as a kind of an alert. <laughs> I'm trying to remember one older anime uh, from the mid-90s-ish to early O's. I'm trying to remember if there was a... Part of me wants to think that there was a mascot there, but I'm blanking on the name. But it's basically a girl is sort of isekai, but doesn't die. Don't take a shot, Mm -hmm. Nathan. Um, Where she goes (laughs) from high school, like she was a track star. She ran through something like a portal that Escaflone. Yes, that's it. Escaflone. Yes. I can't remember if yes. there's a mascot ish like character there, but I, I want to say yes. It's just I don't remember a mascot. I vaguely remember it. The show was butchered. Like they they freaking if 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 we thought Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon freaking were Frankensteined for Western audiences, Escaflone was that typical. It's animated. It looks pretty. The main character is a girl. We can sell this to girls, right? (laughs) 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 Oh, boy, they ruined that. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, Escaflone was a freaking hack job um, that was not uh, family-friendly Saturday morning fair. And they somehow... I, I I don't even think they aired the whole series. Um, no, I think they also aired it like mismatched. Like some episodes are out of order. That the DVDs they might have spliced it together like that. I I'm pretty um, sure they did splice a lot of stuff towards the. end. I don't remember if there was a uh, 
a mascot or not in that show, though. That's the one thing that's kind of bugging me. I just remember watching it and going like, yeah, this is cool. You know, it's, it's like a giant robot, but it's a suit of armor. That's neat. Yeah. I, that guy's name sounds like a sneeze and he's got a big nose. There is a, a cat girl like character, but that um, does, as we've established, that doesn't really qualify. Meryl? Probably. I can't remember the, the characters' names too well. I just remember watching Escaflone long ago. I have the box yeah. set, I think. Um, but if it was that badly butchered, I might need to just consult uh, the manga for it. But another... Well, the, the, uh, the version that aired on television, at least in America, on Saturday mornings was butchered. Uh, uh, Bandai did do a proper release of the show afterwards. Oh, right. So maybe I'm maybe I'm all set then. Uh, but yeah. another really marketable character or creature is Ayn from Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> the reason <laughs> that's why... another uh, that that plush isn't staring me in the face. That's actually upstairs. <laughs> I don't have a place for every bit of merchandise I own, unfortunately. But uh, I do have a plush of Ayn as well. Yeah, and Ayn is just a corgi. Need we say yep. more? No. Good. <laughs> We're on the same page. <laughs> the data dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, now here's I still love the mushroom hunting episode. Oh, god, (laughs) stupid frog! The mushroom starts, turns into a toy, squeak, 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 squeak. Bad mushroom, (laughs) annoying frog. (laughs) Yo, kid, yo, this here's a stairway to heaven. Shut up, (laughs) annoying frog. (laughs) Oh, that is that is a good one. I'd, Mm -hmm. I'd say last notable mascot in my mind. Um, would be in the series Sayuki Hakuryu, the uh little uh white dragon uh familiar pet of sorts of uh Hakai's that turns into an aqua jeep. Huh, yeah, I, I just think it's so freaking cool. It's a it's a little white dragon, you know, typical kind of like you know, Asiatic dragon, you know, think like. Shenlong from DBZ type looking thing, you know, type noises, you know, turns into an aqua jeep with a, uh, with a tire cover that's got like a yin yang on it. And, uh, when, uh, when Hakaru makes noises, the, uh, headlights flash. (laughs) Wow. Um, yeah. And speaking of Gundam, which I did talk about earlier today, um, there is one mascot that transcends almost all the shows and that is Haru. The little, yeah. uh, the little robot beach ball <laughs> with uh, flappable Literally in ears. every series, I every think. Se- yeah, pretty much. Except I didn't see one. I don't think I saw one in 8th MS team, but 8th MS team was fairly more grounded in the reality of war. And I don't think they wanted to have a Haru be a cute I'm mascot. pretty sure that was just, hey, Gundam's in Vietnam. <laughs> it is. And it's really well done. But, yeah, uh, it is really well done. But you know that a show that doesn't have a mascot, or at least I don't think it does, um, Code Geass. I do not think that show has a has a mascot. Sadly, Joel is not here to confirm that because, as we've established um, before, I mean, CC's obsession with pizza certainly made her a bit of a mascot for the franchise. Yes, with, but she uh, also Domino's is a, one of the big characters. So, yeah, as we've established, that doesn't really count. Like it's, it's it's kind of characters who became a mascot but are not mascot characters. Sort of. I mean, I I'm going to 
uh, draw the line there and say, if you could put it on a body pillow, it is probably not a mascot <laughs> material. I mean, you could probably make a body pillow out of a Haro too, but then again, I mean, that's just leaving things to the creativity of the artists involved. And we you don't know. want to encourage that here at Digital Twitch. <laughs> or or maybe we do. I don't know. I mean, you know, we, yeah, we go do nuts. mention arson a lot as well. Yeah, we do. <laughs> go go nuts, artists. Uh, that That is your no, challenge. I don't want to stifle anybody's creativity except if it's a character under the age of, uh, you know, consent. Yeah, we, yeah, then no. No. N-O <laughs> spells no. <laughs> But yes, I do not think Code Geass actually has a, as a uh, mascotish character, uh, but one that does, which uh, I have to throw this in just to uh, placate uh, Joel's instructions. Uh, Oron Host Club sort of does have a mascot with um, Honey's cute little bunny character. In fact, one of the reasons why um, Haruhi, our protagonist, got in trouble in the first place. If I remember right, she slipped on... No, uh, it wasn't on the little bunny that she slipped on. It was a banana peel that just was randomly there. But that is something that Honey Senpai does. Or does that count? Since it's a stuffed bunny. You know what? I retract that. That isn't true because <laughs> if we just... It's a prop. It's a prop. <laughs> it's adorable. Very marketable, probably, if you include Honey Senpai with it. But no. So that that would be like saying that the characters of Fruits Basket themselves are mascots because they turn into animals. I mean, I've seen plushes of them, so... That's some, true as well. Plenty is, of plushes. I had a kill hat back in the day that was like, you know, the, the freaking uh, hat with the cat ears. It had like a pissed off face on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. They're trying to make the merchandisable, but um, as we've established that not to Dekai standards... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is not we, a mascot. Mascot. Yes, not a mascot. Uh, but you know what is a mascot? Chocobos. There were there have been two Final Fantasy animes that are not based off of the games. One technically was a sort of pseudo sequel uh to Final Fantasy V, technically, uh Legend of the Crystals OVA. Uh, but then there was Final Fantasy Unlimited, um, which while the Moogles, I don't think, appeared in there, I know the Chocobos were in there because I very remember vividly the Chocobos and uh, the fact that the kid sees the Chocobo and offers it chocolate, and that's how he gave it the name Chocobo, which is a fun little meta way of referencing the fact that Chocobos were inspired by the mascot for the candy, Chocoball. Wow, what an inceptional trip. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, in fact, uh, chocobos are frequently known, uh, if you talk to one in a video game, uh, aside from the chocobo sound effect of the you will see a text box that usually says K-W-E-H. K -W -E -H. Uh, mm. And sure enough, if you watch a commercial for chocoball candies, it's, uh, and you see these odd little bird creatures that are kind of ball-shaped, and the little, like, marketing slogan, the, the jingle, it's a kue, 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 chocoballu, chocoballu. So, and, yeah, it's kind of full circle there uh, with the anime Final Fantasy Unlimited. Or real. Um, I'm probably the only person who looks back at that anime with some vague fondness. Despite I've, the fact it barely had anything to do with Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, I've not seen it. Uh, 
So it I is have... a weird Gonzo anime that uh, got canceled. So it ends very kind of abruptly. Ooh, that's <laughs> the the budget was yanked out from underneath it because it was underperforming on television. Ooh, that's always rough. Hate to see well, it Final Fantasy was in a rough spot back then in the uh, mid two thousands. Unfortunately, with uh, stuff like the Spirits Within. We don't talk about that movie doesn't exist. What are you talking about? <laughs> Weirdest American anime ever. At, yeah, an attempt at one. Good grief. And it, uh, Square Pictures is a Japanese company making animation. Final Fantasy, the spirits within is an anime, technically. <laughs> sure, we'll grant it that, that little... Uh, technicality. Technicality, <laughs> I was going to say... Um, caveat no not caveat sorry i'm just blanking on the participation trophy there we go participation (laughs) trophy (laughs) well they did they did participate in the animatrix which was a compilation of uh shorts by uh anime studios well not the studio i'm not gonna i'm not gonna begrudge the studio i just meant the anime itself of (laughs) anime for spirits within that's it. Um, I, I just wonder if that would have done better if it was a traditional anime and not very, very horribly dated now CGI humans. <laughs> I'm sure it would. I'm sure it would be. But that is a question for another time. <laughs> yep. And well, ma- anime mascots is certainly just one of many, many topics we like to discuss here at Dikai. Uh, unfortunately, we are out of time, but because uh, we've. Well, even though we did start a little bit late, we are an hour over. In just a few minutes, uh, we are going to be back with our um, weekly community happy hour, hosted once again by Congo Musha. We, Jace, as his producer, please uh, tell him that we are super appreciative because my Steam app is still acting up and will not open. So, uh, uh, gotta... damn it, Valve! Yeah, I. I don't know what's going on, but uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. We hope you enjoyed Dikai. If you did, please give this uh, channel a follow. That way we will not miss out on any more of the streams we'll be doing in the future. We hear Digital Entertainment's Twitch channel, DTwitch. We stream six days a week, every Sunday through Friday. Uh, today we have our anime podcast, and soon we will have our community happy hour. Um, I'd like to thank the sponsor, Image Anime, over at imageanime.com. We have a code for you to use. Uh, that is discount ship. That is D E E S C O U N T S H I P for free ground shipping on in stock orders over $100. And they ship all across the United States. So that's a pretty freaking good deal. Um, also, like to give the link to our upcoming visual novel wrestling game, Kokoro no Pro, over on our YouTube. The link is in the chat right now. Definitely go on over there, give it a view, give it a like. It helps out, uh, helps out tremendously. And if you're feeling extra generous beyond uh, giving a follow and maybe a subscription, we have our own merch store at, mer- at store.streamelements.com slash digital entertainment. And uh, this is the last time you're going to see uh, this code to join our Discord because once we go live for our community happy hour, nope, we do not share that until the stream is ending because we've been hate-rated before. So the link to our Discord is in the chat right now. Follow Come join. We can continue the discussion about mascots and your favorite anime and a lot of other topics relating to the world of entertainment there. That is going to be it for this uh, episode of DKI. This is episode 159. So stay safe, stay sane, get your Fauci out, wear a mask when you go outside, and we will see you next time on Digital Era Twitch. Goodbye!